Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to my guest list pod, a little show with a big goal to spread the word about interesting and entertaining podcasts and podcasters. And it's the end of the year, and it's a busy time everywhere in the world, and no different here in Oz, where everybody flocks to the beach, uh, like I'll be doing for most of January, where I'll be swimming, snorkeling, trying out the new paddleboard, and generally relaxing with the family. But I will try to get one of these shows out every week, uh, including also the the interview show every other week. Got to do a lot of editing before then, but we'll see how we go. If I miss a week, uh, my apologies, but we'll see see how things work out. Also, if it wasn't obvious in the first R&R show of this season, I have decided to bring a little structure to how I create these episodes. This will come in the form of three distinct segments. The first segment consists of what the podcast I'm reviewing is all about, its format, the hosts, and any other relevant but basic information about the podcast. The next segment will be an explanation as to why I like the show, what tickles my fancy or engages me. And the last segment will be an advisory as to who I think will appreciate the podcast I'm recommending, which will see me give examples of movies, books, TV shows, or other podcasts that I'm reminded of, or see some parallel value in when I'm listening to the podcast in question. So essentially, it's the what, the why, and the who. Now that's as clear as mud, we can get into the good stuff. The what. This week's review and recommend episode is focused on a podcast called Somebody Write This, a very fun and entertaining fortnightly show that can also be a great cerebral workout if you're game enough to take on the challenge. SWT is a podcast where its hosts, Hannah and Jenny, and usually a guest, take on a randomly generated story plot, which usually contains, or often contains, incongruous elements. They analyze the plot and then try to come up with a plausible and entertaining story right there on the show. After creating a plausible tale, they then randomly generate a title for their story and adapt the created storyline to fit that title. Sounds easy, right? Nope. It's much harder than you would think. But Hannah and Jenny are both writers themselves, and they do an exemplary job of making sense out of nonsense. However, it does prove to be a very humorous process, and their guests are usually talented individuals from the literary, podcasting, or film world, and it's interesting to see what they also bring to the creative process. The show began in 2019 and has, as of recording, 78 episodes. Episodes are generally about 30 minutes long, give or take a few minutes either way. They release a new show every other Thursday. They are hosted on Anchor and available on most major platforms. There is a Patreon for bonus episodes and full interviews with their guests, and the show is present on most social media platforms. Facebook and Twitter are probably their platforms of choice from what I can see. So let's take a listen to a random assortment of some of the plots the ladies have to contend with each episode. And I encourage you to think about how you would go about creating a viable and interesting story for any of these examples. Marie is an angel, but when a seasoned cameraman turns sinister, the lorry has an accident. The college's most popular girl, who is having difficulty in her marriage, has to help a U.S. government agent and realize the importance of a volcano. A cute woman and a wealthy woman face life in Hollywood, looking for loyalty and heroin. A grieving widower wants to go to his honeymoon and be an assassin. When corrupt police is haunted by visions of his dead wife, she sets out with a coma, 
her man suffering a family loss and a dress shop lease to steal 50 cars. Somebody write this. Not all the storylines they are given though are as crazy as these. Some plots, while still requiring some skill and imagination to flesh them out, lend themselves to telling a more traditional mainstream story, or at the very least, they are easier to expand on. I found this to be the case with a couple of plot lines that screamed to me to be made into midday movies. So, why do I like this podcast? First of all, the show's concept is genius. You'll never run out of content. You're guaranteed that each episode will be novel, and Hannah and Jenny actively avoid co-opting the stories of mainstream books or movies as part of their brainstorming, so it's not just a rehash of a well-known story. As mentioned, partway through the episode, and after they have come up with the story's basic framework, they then randomly generate a title for the story, and the hilarity usually ensues once again. Imagine coming up with the elaborate storyline full of character development, character dynamics, and story settings, and then having to shoehorn in a title that makes no sense. Difficult and guaranteed amusement. The ladies and their guests nearly always do an exceptional job of combining the plot and title, though, and it's their skill at doing this, and not just the fun they have, that makes this show so endearing to me. Although I must admit, hearing them struggle is also amusing. For example, in episode 52, the ladies and their guests come up with the story from a challenging plot, and then are thrown a very curly title for said story. Listen in. First I'll play you the plot they have been given, and then I'll play their reaction as they get the title for the story. A small town sheriff fights through grief and trauma to regain her mythical shark. I'm going to pause this and get us a title because we're kind of dancing around this and maybe the title will solidify it. Maybe it will make it way worse. We have I love no, titles. no idea. <laughs> Cross your fingers. I, okay. <laughs> oh, no. All right, folks, here's our, I'm going to, I'm going to put our title in the chat and say it out loud. Um, and we can add prepositions in here because <laughs> 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 currently our title is Victorian London French New Wave. <laughs> Which is just a setting and a movie genre back to back. <laughs> oh my goodness! So, uh, so we got new wave. There are uh, there are well, you know, ocean wave waves like ocean. Yeah, that's terrible. We London, have the, we have the potential could be the, name, could be the name of our character. Is, that's good. Uh, I was thinking. Yeah, we have maybe Victoria. <laughs> Maybe one of these is the name of the park where they was the name of their park, French New Wave or New Wave or something. And- Seriously, what do you do with that? That's a doozy. As you can hear, they struggle with that one a bit. It was not an easy feat, but I implore you to check out how they eventually handled that one. It was very inventive. And if you would also like to hear an example of how the introduction of the random title can make a major difference on how the whole story has to be reimagined and adapted, check out episode 74. Hannah and Jenny are convivial hosts that have a natural and free-flowing dynamic, where they take each other's ideas and naturally extend and elaborate on them. And the ladies have an amazing talent for coming up with inventive and imaginative storylines. For me, though, it's also fun when one of the participants, host or guest, all of a sudden pivots and goes in a completely different direction than the one they were exploring, and the others just hop on board. It can be somewhat of a challenge keeping up with these two, and their guest, when they get into a flow state, but it's worth the effort. And they always decide on the basic framework of the story before they grab the title, so everyone, including the listener, gets onto the same page in the end. 
Sometimes I find myself thinking as to why they don't see an obvious storyline or why they don't continue the direction they are going with the story to what I see as a natural conclusion. But that's the appeal of the show. You can come up with your own version. In fact, the ladies actively encourage you to come up with your own story and send it in to them. A fun interactive element to the podcast. Another cool feature I found while checking out SWT's Facebook is that the ladies provide an AI-generated piece of art based on the plot from the episode they are posting about. It's actually really cool to see the story idea rendered this way. Now, while this is a longer clip of their show than I would normally include, I think it's warranted for you to get a good appreciation of how the show works and how good the hosts are at what they do. As I mentioned, both these ladies are writers, and their guests also take into account literary devices and plot techniques to develop not just a vague synopsis, but a story structure that could actually be written into life and include the same elements that draw you into most stories, such as plot twists, character inversion, flashbacks, and so on. And this clip is also a good representation of how a story can be interpreted from a variety of perspectives. Enjoy. Now we're going to jump into a completely different story. As a reminder, our plot synopsis that we're working with is three orphan girls settle in a plane crash. This immediately makes me think like boxcar children. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> where they're, where they like, there's a, 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 an old plane that they find and they live in. But, but what, let me, let me jump to you first, Dan. What kind of jumps to mind for you when you, when you saw this? What, what questions or thoughts or themes? Yeah, I, mean, I guess what came to mind for me is for some reason a mountain setting was mm. was there. And nice. yes, this maybe a little bit older plane crash that had been undiscovered. And I thought of these these kids that that go out there and and find it and and I what I what didn't connect for me is are they are they runaways or are they running from something or or what but like how like how or why they got there but I I, I see them going oh this is this is shelter this is yeah. this is real I mm-hmm. need it yeah well but, and then we get the question of where you know this mountain setting is presumably pretty remote <laughs> so yeah these did these girls run away were one of them were were they recently orphaned? Like, were they, are they, you know, did they end up in this remote place because there was another plane crash or, or was one of them part of this plane crash and their parents I, are both gone? And are, are they sisters or are they unrelated? And right. is there a difference between a plane crash and a crashed plane? Oh, <laughs> Ooh, I like that. that. That's, that's good. And, and is it, and is it that they're, surviving meaning they escaped something or is it that they're sur- survival meaning they need resources and have to make the most out of everything yeah, so basically exactly. is it a haven or is it a, or is it a home is this like lost babies <laughs> or like <laughs> well, instead I'm of re- babies it's lost. i'm really stuck on this plane crash versus crashed plane because i'm trying right? to figure out how you settle during the act of a plane crash like that's that's an active thing right. <laughs> and i'm trying to figure out like they, they get like cozy and comfortable work, as the plane but... is diving you know? right <laughs> right there there or is there was an inflatable in the cargo hold and they hid in it i don't yeah. know <laughs> well now well okay okay so this is this is all tangled in my brain but i'm wondering now if this is i want this to be a little bit of a supernatural vibe in okay. that like they are make they make their homes in plane crashes and cause the plane crashes somehow. Oh, it's like manifest. <laughs> like, yeah. Ooh. Like they are like they are 
like they're ghosts or or something like yeah i don't know like there's something oh, like, ma- oh, like maybe the they do this over and over crash. again yeah it's a haunted plane crash and they are the ones who they they settle in they find a comfortable place in the plane and then it crashes and they have to start over i mean there's nothing that says the three orphan girls have to be alive right exactly <laughs> right <gasps> maybe they're no. orphaned not because they're alive and their families are dead but it's the other way around oh their 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 families are alive they're, and they oh. are not no, this, this makes this makes some side. sort of sense with with the with the general understanding of how hauntings work. Because if you're haunting a house and then you know you you relive your trauma or your death, mm-hmm. and that affects the people in that house. Right, so they but died if, in the plane crash, and now right, they but, haunt it. Right, but like it has to be a new plane every time. Yeah, if they're gonna. You can't just like recrash the same plane. So this could be okay. So what if this was told in in multiple? crashes like different hauntings you know and this could be you know depending on how remote this place is this could be across years true where, you know like all of a sudden there's a there's a plane coming and it's been you know two years okay, well, since the last one <laughs> I, I i have i have questions to to go along this line then so what is it that connects the plane crashes is it a place like you just said is it the flight number is it the the kind of plane the like, is it always a too manifesty. It's the same story. Well, that's true. That's true. Is it? But is it that they each have that? There's that. There's a a person roughly their same age that they can like possess the body of during that time. Like they can go up. Ooh, and, that's <laughs> creepy. And so, so that's why it's not like a regular thing. That's not why it's not crashing every plane coming right. across. So, like, <laughs> is it the same airport? And then if there's somebody who fits that, and if there's three little girls, the right? Oh, I was just gonna say which, creepy. Which would explain how nobody can kids. make the connection before. You know, it just seems random to anybody on the outside. I like the location, though, that it, that it's, man, it's kind of like the Bermuda Triangle, except, mm-hmm. <laughs> except that it's this really creepy mountain range that people have to fly over to get somewhere. Yeah. And it could be like if there's if there's multiple facets to this, like if it does has to be like this airport to this airport and uh-huh. uh, and there have to be three girls, three young girls on the plane for these three orphan girls to kind of inhabit. That, you know, that could be the thing where it becomes kind of like an urban legend where like, you know, every, every 10 years this happens, <laughs> that all the things align. And so, True. so you could kind of tell the story over the course of maybe not that many plane crashes. <laughs> maybe it's, maybe it's women and not, gir- maybe it's women and not girls, but it's the girls that are the ghosts because they represent what the, what the women, oh. like they, that they lost themselves or something. That's the, the little girls, the women used to be. Okay, okay, okay. So Wait, what? <laughs> what if what? What if one of them, two of them were 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 <laughs> girls or women who died in the in the initial crash that formed them. The third one didn't die but somehow like her spirit got partly separated from her. And so this final the final section is that same woman as an adult is on the Ooh. plane coming over and she recognizes <laughs> something. Ooh. Like like they because I, I want this I want the third act the the, the final bit to be the girls who are inhabited, the girls who are receiving the spirits <laughs> to have some way of maybe stopping the plane crash. Oh, breaking the cycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Breaking the cycle. And how cool would it be if one of them was one of the, one of the, the, maybe one who was, she yeah. was a little girl when the plane first crashed. And now and like she's an old lady now. Yeah. And recognizes what's going on and finds a way out. Or was a sister of the girl and had been having dreams all her life and knew she yeah. needed to be on that flight. Ooh, like, what, like a twin. Yes. yes. So there's there's that Ooh. connection that you can draw on. Yes. And all her life she'd been having these dreams and that that of about a plane crash and these uh-huh. flashes, right? 
Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's fascinating. You, you know what's interesting? I just saw on, um, I watch a show called Relative Race. It's really fun. People get connected by their DNA and like oh. meet family members they never knew about. There's a team this current season. They're identical twins who were separated at birth mm. and met last year. And now they're on Relative Race to find all their relatives. And so like, what if, what if the twin has these dreams, but doesn't know about her dead sister? Yeah. Just, that might be interesting. And then maybe she, yes, yeah, then for somehow she ends up at this airport and on a plane and she said, she, she recognizes it like deja vu almost. Yeah. Uh-huh. Is oh, she, is, is, is this like a singular flight or, well, no, she's an old lady now. Cause if we have, a, I was going to say, is she a flight attendant or was she a flight attendant at some point? And not necessarily at that airport though. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like she might be familiar with planes, just not with this flight. Maybe she became a pilot because of her obsession with planes, and she's actually – maybe she, she could even be the one flying well, the plane. She she dreams about them all the time. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's – that's I don't know. Oh, this is fascinating. So we have gotten a lot figured out. So I'm going to get us a title now <laughs> before <laughs> before we get – Oh, this to, could be dangerous. <laughs> it could be dangerous, and it could be okay. <laughs> Oh no! Oh wait, no, that's fine. Oh, that's fine. That's oh, fine. Great. That sounds <laughs> encouraging. I no, I scared myself for a second because I looked. I was looking at the second line of a synopsis instead of oh. the title. Okay, and all so right. it was gonna. Good. It was gonna be like recruits a promising street kid into the agency's training program, and I was like, "This is a terrible title." <laughs> oh my! No, this is this one is a whole lot more plausible. Oh, okay. I'm going to put it in the chat as well as say it out loud. It is an ancient supernatural beings new experiences. Hey, that fits perfectly. It's a little bit of a clunky title. It's well, an yes. ugly title. That is a little but... clunky, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> new, experiences. new experiences. So, is there is we have we have ghosts, but they're not ancient, and we have the old lady, and she's I mean she's old, but she's not ancient or supernatural necessarily. So, is there somebody so, else involved? But the being that's been speaking to her has been. And maybe the being that's been controlling or that, that put the children in play has been. That's I'm, what I'm, I'm a, wondering. Maybe. Oh, oh so oh, if oh, we go, oh, 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 oh go for oh. it. Okay. So what if the plane crash did something connect, like we said, Bermuda Triangle, right? Mm-hmm. What if it affected this, whatever this ancient supernatural being is, and they're stuck in the loop? It mm-hmm. began to wake it. Right. Or, and and, oh. and it had it. to reach out to somebody who could stop the cycle and has been searching for years and finally found the living twin. Yeah. Well, I was on a similar note, like if we, I I was, I was going back even to that idea of the, of the, the woman on the plane being the actual, one of the actual girls. Like what if there was some sort of ancient supernatural beating that separated these girls, like spirits from their bodies Mm -hmm. and they're trying to reconnect them together. (laughs) So that the plane can stop. But every time they put them, they they put these spirits back into the bodies of these girls on the plane, it's not the right one. And the girls freak out and everything goes wrong and the plane crashes. And so supernatural being would know how humans work. Yeah. So so this. I love what you're doing there. I, I've yes. got a flyer to take a little, a little bit out that goes, I think goes right with that, which yeah. is that that's not working. So those, those dreams that are going to the sister are mm-hmm. actually cries for help because the plan landed on the supernatural beings nest and the oh. new experiences are having its child born, but it can't because the plane is, the plane is in the way. Oh, Ooh. like it's been waiting millennia f- to procreate and. Right. Yeah. Ooh, I like this so very much. 
That is really fascinating. Ooh. And the, and the, somehow the, yeah, the, somehow it's the, it's the ancient supernatural being who has been trying to, to get right. these girls out of its, out of its space. Right. And you find now. out it's not keep- actually bad, right? It's actually just crying out for help to save my yeah. kid. Yeah. I, like, let's, I want to save these kids or I want to, want to do this, but save my kid. Yeah. Well, and you could have this very sort of maternal thing where it's like, if it's three orphan girls, it's three girls right. who are missing their parents now because right. they've been separated right. from their parents. And the being's like, oh, my poor kids go back to them. And it keeps not working. Right. And like maybe in between, like this being is being sort of haunted by the little girls. Like they're yeah. just orphan girls. And now I have to take care of these strange little things that are nothing like my offspring. Uh-huh. Right. That's the inversion. All along yeah. we thought it was the other way. And that's the flip that you get before oh, 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 oh. the before the healing at the end. And I love this because depending on where the plane crash happened, like we have a whole wealth of worldwide yeah. legends and uh cryptids and myths to choose from for whatever this being might be. Yeah, or how you know. it might be known. So right. let me ask this. Whose point of view is this from? I don't know. <laughs> that's I think a- it switches. Okay. It has I think to it, switch. I think it starts from maybe from the girls, switches to, or or it could start from the, the older lady, one of the two. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like it starts from the girls, goes to the old lady, but ends up from the creature. Yeah. Maybe. I, yeah, I'm picturing like the first one being one of one of the living twins dreams or nightmares and mm-hmm. then she wakes up you know and and that's how it well, introduces you kind the story of, maybe you could kind of build the mystery and build the lore by at first alternating kind of between the the these mysterious plane crashes and showing yes. like something happening there and then this the the pilot or the older lady and kind of so we have these two parallel stories we have the you know this woman who has these dreams <laughs> and then maybe the next day she reads the papers and finds out that her dreams actually kind of happened and then you have mm. the plane crashes being told on the other side. And so you have kind of, you see that they're kind of tied together, but you don't know how until we get to the point where it is told from the ancient supernatural beings point of view. I I like that. And the, the beginning part you could also do as a nested story where it is nested in her. We don't realize they're flashbacks or we don't realize that they're, that they're the things Mm -hmm. that are speaking to her. And that's the mechanism for the flip. And you could even have some moments where she has dreams like about this creature's life <laughs> that just feel like weird dreams. We have no idea what connection they are, but like these dreams of like oh, these creatures that are so much more vague. Yeah. Right. They're sort of like these like, weird like abstract those little concepts. One, one paragraph chapters all in italics that have no yeah. explanation. And so we Ooh. think it's just like an atmospheric mood, like just setting this, this sense of like, lo- this sense of missing or longing or maternal, whatever. Right. But right. it's actually, she is dreaming about the creature. She just doesn't mm. know it yet. That's so cool. I'm very into this. I like this I, so I know, much. Right. <laughs> right. We're, we're close to our time. So let me ask, <laughs> let me ask before we kind of, and we've gotten a lot further and a lot deeper in this than we often do in these. Like this it's true. It's itself, true. This unravels this... itself very nicely. <laughs> but before we close things out and move on to the end of this, are, are there any pieces that we're missing in our title or in our, in our synopsis? Anything that you think hasn't been explored yet that we need to, to really kind of flesh this out? Mm, well, besides like details yeah. of like who, who all of these people were where they're from what their backgrounds are what flight is it what airline i guess the way we were separating it out the title kind of gives away that there's an ancient supernatural being involved (laughs) right so maybe so maybe we don't make that a a, a surprise maybe that's involved somehow from the beginning (laughs) right but but you don't know about it secret (laughs) fair point right so yeah so you have those italics chapters 
and you're going, this must be the ancient supernatural being, but you don't know anything about them or about their motives mm-hmm. until later in the book, which still gives a lot of mystery. And, and, it still the, gives the flip at the end, which I yeah. think that, that inversion, I think, is the important twist, right? Yeah. Well, and the, so. we could we could tie in the pilot could have like mysticism connections, like that that she's part of these part of her exploring these dreams is trying to figure out is there. You know, maybe she becomes convinced mm. that she is the reincarnation of an ancient supernatural being or something. So you could have like, right. this right. and she's a channeler, right? Yeah. Something. So you could have like a red herring that that maybe is connected to the actual answer, but doesn't. Fully I mean, maybe they'll it. think it's her. Yeah, exactly. Right, exactly. And then it's like, right, oh gotcha. no, it's this creature. Yeah. So you could you could still tie it in so that nobody's going to be like, where is this ancient supernatural being right. showing up in my book? <laughs> and 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 maybe sometimes she connects with she's connected with other supernatural beings. Mm. that aren't the title one or she yeah. thinks she has one of or the she two thinks she or has, thinks yeah. she has. and she could have a like even just a strange name or have grown up in a grown up in a in a country that embraces mysticism a bit more mm-hmm. is that why her pilot career was over because she was like seeing gremlins in the <laughs> i was wondering if she was specifically trying to pilot to places where like there were legends of things and so she was maybe she got caught like mm. all maybe she didn't show time. up for a shift. She didn't show up for a shift because she was off monster hunting. And she had the <laughs> she and her plane was was the specific type of like she bought a plane that was so much worse than what she could have because it was a specific type of plane she saw mm-hmm. in her dreams, which is yeah. a smaller plane that has limited distance, but she kept mm. taking it everywhere. So yeah. short short commercial career, but she owns a plane. I like this. I yeah. like it. I like it. I do too. All right. Well, folks, we are gonna toss this out to you. I absolutely Absolutely love this and i want somebody to write this so as always please. uh please send us send us any ideas you come up with any comments any thoughts any avenues you think we didn't explore i'd love to to see a drawing of the creature what we see of oh, the creature yes. i'd love to know where this takes place maybe send us the chapter about the the pilot dreaming about the <laughs> about what's going on down there yeah i, w- I want to hear anything and everything you have to come up with for this share with us and make sure and share it on the podcast and on our social media. We're going to toss it out and say, Hey, somebody write this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So with that. So who would like this show? Well, when I was thinking about who would like this podcast, a couple of things came straight to mind. Firstly, you need to love storytelling and fictional stories in particular. Thus, if you like any of the many wonderful fictional podcasts that are available, including the one I reviewed last episode, Vast Horizon, then you will probably like this show. And as truth is often stranger and just as entertaining as fiction, maybe if you like shows that tell true-to-life stories like This American Life or Radiolab, then you may also like Somebody Write This. Secondly, and maybe more importantly, you need to love the creative storytelling process. So if you like Dungeons and Dragons, and in particular like being a dungeon master, where your job is to create the story on the fly with a basic framework as a guide, then SWT is right in your wheelhouse. Also, SWT gives you some insight into how a writer thinks and how they develop a storyline, but it does so in a more pressured and immediate environment. Therefore, I think if you are a fan of improv and like the TV show Whose Line Is It Anyway or the podcast Voyage to the Stars, then you may enjoy this format as well, as both shows rely on improvised storytelling. In general, though, I think if you have an imaginative bent, love to laugh and think outside the box, this show is definitely for you, which I would like to think is most people. That's it for another week. Thank you once again for taking some time out of your day to listen to me gush over one of my favorite podcasts. 
Please let me know if you give Hannah and Jenny a listen and tell me what you think of their show. Email me or reach out on Insta, Twitter or Facebook. Everyone have a safe and happy new year. And as usual, I'll chat at you again next episode.